As the year winds down, we're looking ahead to 2024 and what changes may be in store for many of you who are in that financial red zone, being five to 10 years away from retirement. Secure Act 2.0 has rolled out some very important changes that are totally shaking up how employer-sponsored retirement plans work. We'll cover that and more today on Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Welcome in to Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Sabapathy. Welcome into Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host, Prashant Samupathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors, independent fiduciary, you bet he is, and also two books to his credit already, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth, and Retire Abundantly. And again, it's always about retirement planning. And again, Prashant helping hundreds of his clients get ready for their postseason, their golden years, their retirement. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Each and every week we go back and forth on the topics. We also give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Elite Income Advisors. There are 10 appointments available. They're up for grabs, and they're complimentary. We'll tell you more about those as we move through the program. So let's get into this, Prashant. Some of these new Secure Act 2.0 provisions, they're already live, they're already happening, and there are more on the horizon. Now, the big idea behind all of them is to amp up, rev up retirement readiness for folks right here in the U.S. by making it easier you know, for them to get in on the employer-sponsored retirement benefits. So let's go over some of these. So Roth after-tax contributions, yes, they can be made. Yeah. Yeah, they can be made. And what's cool about this change is that they can actually be made to SEP and simple IRAs, which are retirement plans for small businesses. I feel like a lot of our radio listeners that have been coming in to visit with us are business owners. I know we have a lot of business owners that listen to the show every week. And so if you own a small business and you're doing you know pretty well in that business, if you have a successful business going, uh, you can consider doing Roth contributions potentially to a SEP or a simple IRA. Now, just remember, only employers make contributions with SEPs. And uh, on simple IRAs, both employees and employers make contributions. So up until now, contributions to SEP and simple had to be pre-tax. That uh, could actually be adjusted here moving forward. And of course, the whole benefit of the Roth, Morgan, is that it is income tax free. I feel like those are my three favorite words yes. in the business, income tax free. So any chance that we have to potentially take advantage of an income tax free account, that's what we want to uh, potentially explore. So great change there. One to consider, especially if you're a small business owner. I'll tell you, financial red zone, we talk about it all the time. You're 10 years out, maybe you're five years out, you see retirement, there it is. What about the employer matching contributions to a Roth account? Yeah. And then this one is pretty cool because at an employee's option, that employer match could also be potentially made as a Roth. And previously, you know, that had to go in on a pre-tax basis. Now, of course, the downside to it is that when that match goes in, if it does go in as a Roth, employee is going to pay the income tax on that amount. So again, it kind of comes back to this idea of, look, do we want to pay tax now or do we want to pay tax later? One thing we know is that we're going to pay taxes one day. And again, putting it into the Roth gives us that income tax-free 
option. So great strategy there if your employer does allow you to do it. And we've often said on the program, and you've just absolutely championed this, I mean, taxes are going to go up. I mean, there's a lot of money floating around, and the IRS is going to want their money. So the taxes, if they're going north, it might be a good idea to talk about maybe getting the taxes taken care of now when taxes are historically low. All right. So next up, talking about this financial red zone, you're 10 years out. A couple things that you can do. Additional exceptions now exist to that 10% early distribution penalty. That's a big one. You're going to go over that. But also there's a one-time only $50,000 qualified charitable distribution you're going to go over. Yeah, that's exactly right. So let's address the 10% early distribution penalty. So I'm sure a lot of our radio listeners know this, but for those of you that don't know, it's a 59 and a half rule that says that you cannot access money from a pre-tax retirement account, whether it's a 401k, IRA, uh, prior to the age of 59 and a half. If you do access that money prior to 59 and a half, there's a 10% early withdrawal penalty that's imposed to you uh, from the IRS. And then you also have to pay the tax. But what they've done is they've added some exceptions to that rule. And those exceptions are there to cover things like terminal illness, net income attributable to excess contributions, and distributions in the event of a qualified disaster up to $22,000. So it does provide us a little bit of a relief there. If we do have somewhat of a catastrophic situation, we can go into our retirement accounts to access that even if you're not quite at 59 and a half years old. Now, of course, that's not our preference. I think a good financial plan allows you the opportunity to have an emergency fund set aside, to have other assets to, to, to access in the event that you have uh, catastrophic situations that you have to deal with. So not our first uh, choice, but it does give us a little bit of respite there if we do need it. And then you mentioned the qualified charitable contribution. So this is a one-time only thing. You can have a one-time only $50,000 qualified charitable distribution to a charitable gift annuity, a charitable remainder uh, unit trust, or a charitable remainder annuity trust is allowed. And previously, that's a pretty big change because previously, uh, no benefits were permitted when making a qualified charitable distribution. And so that works in cases where we have higher net worth individuals. If your net worth is probably over two, $2 million or more, something to potentially consider. We see it most often uh, for folks who are in that five, seven, ten million dollar range for net worth. But it's a great rule that we can potentially take advantage of. And so if your advisor's not talking to you about that, you got to ask yourself, are you working with the right specialist? Because that's what it's all about when you get closer and closer to retirement. It's about minimizing your tax liability and maximizing your income. And typically you can do that by working with the appropriate specialists when you get to retirement or before you get to retirement. I mean, think about it. There are a lot of I's and T and I's to be dotted, T's to be crossed. I mean, we're just talking about Secure Act 2.0 and some big changes that you need to be aware of. You know, if you're in that red zone, if you're 10 years out from retirement, I mean, you need to be on top of these things. And if you're a do-it-yourselfer out there and you're sitting on top of your portfolio and you're thinking you're good when you get to retirement, folks, that is not a plan. That is not a roadmap. You're not working with a fiduciary that can help guide you, not just to retirement, but all the way through retirement. Make sure you have that customized plan. Again, going over, you know, what's going to happen in the red zone with that Secure Act 2.0, things you need to be aware of. The age for taking the mandated annual withdrawals, I want to hit that really quick. And if you have time, the penalty for missed RMDs, that has changed and that's a big one. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, the penalty has changed and the and the age was raised to 73 years old. So previously, if you missed an RMD, uh, the penalty was 50%. They've reduced that uh, down to 25% and even potentially 10% if you correct it in a timely manner. But I think the RMD age itself is what is really um, – a big deal, right? Because they increased it. it used to be 70 and a half, they increased it to 72. And then most recently went to 73. And so that means at 73 years old, you're going to be forced to take money out of those retirement accounts. So if you did a good job saving, you know, I met with a, a radio listener recently had $2 million in his retirement accounts. And so now he's got to take out roughly about $75,000 a year projected when he gets to that age of the RMD. And because of that, that 75,000 counts as income. It creates a snowball effect. It could increase his tax bracket, could increase the amount that he pays for Medicare. So obviously there's a lot going on there. That RMD, if not planned for properly, can be hugely detrimental to your tax situation. And so that's why we do what we do. We open up our phone lines every single week. That phone number, folks, is 800-653-8404. You're going to call that number, 800-653-8404. You call that number, you'll be able to schedule a complimentary no cost, no obligation visit with our team at Elite Income Advisors. When you come in to visit with us, we're going to actually create for you a financial plan. It's going to take into account things like your income. We'll create a customized income analysis for you to help you use proven strategies to increase your income and really kind of make sure that you have enough coming in to retire the way that you want to. We'll talk about things like taxes to reveal how you could possibly reduce your future tax liability. We'll also run for you a forensic fee report. We'll dissect all of the different fees that you're paying in your portfolio. That way you can understand what you're paying and whether or not what you're paying is worth the value you're getting. It's exclusive to our radio audience. That's 800-653-8404. Claim that free appointment now. Opportunity, folks. It is knocking on your door. Coming up next on Retire Smart Maryland Radio, many frequently asked retirement planning questions that sometimes they get overlooked in the entire process. We're going to go over those and also come up with some answers for you. That's coming up next. Welcome back in to Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors, three office locations conveniently located for you, Rockville, Annapolis, and Ellicott City. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Prashant's an independent fiduciary. He's also a published author, couple of books already to his credit, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth, and Retire Abundantly. And it's always about retirement and planning and being ready for your postseason. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Prashant and his team at Elite Income Advisors. And these appointments that we open up are complimentary. That means leave the checkbook at home, see how you're doing with your planning process. Maybe you haven't started. Maybe you're in the middle of something, need that second opinion. Grab an appointment. They're open now, 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. Again, they are complimentary. So retirement planning, it can feel complicated, right? And overwhelming at times for so many of us. And most of the common questions that folks have are oftentimes just overlooked or they go unasked. So 
don't worry, because we've got some help here today. We've got a professional. We have a fiduciary. We have Prashant Sabapathy, and we're going to give you some answers to some of these most common and very important questions about retirement planning, again, to help you navigate through your retirement and make sure that nest egg stays intact. So, Prashant, first question up, and it's a very important one. You need to have the answer to this. How much will you really need to retire? By far, the number one question we get asked is how much am I actually going to need to retire? And I think assessing how much you'll need to retire comfortably is an essential question because it's going to help you determine what your retirement spending plan actually should look like. Okay, so let's reframe the question. Let's think about this a different way. How much you need to retire is a function of how much you will be anticipating spending in retirement. Right. So, Morgan, remember that old rule, the old um, the old four percent rule that yeah. they used to talk about? Cobwebs, right? baby. Cobwebs. Exactly. That used to be the type of deal where you had a million bucks and you withdraw four percent per year. OK, so off that million bucks, that's forty thousand dollars per year of income that you could reliably generate for 30 years time in retirement, have a really good chance of not running out. But what's happened is advisors have started to revise that estimate down to like 3%. So now in on that same million dollars, instead of getting 40,000 of income, I'm only able to take 30,000 of income, which means that if I actually needed 40,000, I need to either save more money to get to that 40,000 and multiply by 3% or uh, I needed to take a higher withdrawal percentage on my million dollars and run the risk of running out of money. And so how much do you really need to retire is a function of where is your income and where is your paycheck going to come from? Do you have guaranteed sources of income in retirement? Things like pensions, social security. You know, I was meeting with somebody the other day. They needed $10,000 a month coming in every month after taxes and inflation to be able to retire comfortably. They did a good job saving. They had saved about $2 million and they had a pension and social security. Believe it or not, we were able to use like $400,000 of their $2 million and fill in their gap in their income. So pensions and social security totaled up to be about 7,500. We took $400,000 and just using that 400,000, we were able to close that income gap guaranteed for the rest of their lifetime. So that's kind of what we look at when we talk about how much you really need to retire. It's really a function of where is your income going to end up coming from? How much is it going to be after taxes and inflation? That's where we have to start. Common questions, very important questions, and some questions that just get overlooked. And you need the answers to these as you move towards your retirement. You want your nest egg to be intact so you can enjoy your retirement year. So how much you will really need, and that's the emphasis on really need uh, to retire. And this next one, right along with that, how do I fund it? How do I fund my retirement? Yeah, and this one is a common one as well. You need to have that plan to generate income to support your lifestyle, ultimately, when you get to retirement. So if you have retirement accounts, think about the 401ks, the IRAs, you can use those to actually generate income for yourself on a guaranteed basis to supplement your pension. So like when you come into our offices, we have these big whiteboards in every office, and they have three buckets on them, right? One bucket is your bank 
bank money. One bucket is your, we call it your green bucket, which is your income generating bucket. And then you have your red bucket, which, which is your growth bucket. Now, personally, I like to plan for clients in such a way that we have as much money in the red bucket as we possibly can, because the red bucket where we're taking risk is where we're having the highest potential for growth. But we can only have that growth if we have income to rely on. So we try to move the minimum amount of money possible from the red bucket to the green bucket to generate that guaranteed income. And that will typically come from an IRA or a 401k to supplement social security and pension. That's exactly what we did for that uh, other couple that that came to see us with the two million, we just took four hundred thousand dollars from their red bucket and protected it, moved it over to the green bucket, and now are using that bucket for their income. That's how you have to think about funding it. List out all your sources of income, and then figure out whether or not you have a gap in your income, and solve that gap by protecting some of your retirement asset. Remember, the closer you get to retirement, losses hurt you more than gains help you, is what I always say. Losses hurt more than gains help. So important to have answers to some pretty common questions, but they're very important questions when it comes to your retirement. You want your nest egg uh, to be intact, to to last you through your retirement. So what do you need to do? You need to know how much you're going to actually need to retire. You're going to know, you know, the answer to this question, how are you going to fund your retirement? And the next one, a lot of people are very concerned with because Social Security is, you know, it's on the front lines. We're getting ready to go into a political year. Uh, it is all the rage, all the talk. When should I take Social Security? Yeah, it's a very common question that we see. And I think a lot of times these days, advisors are talking to their clients about Social Security maximization, which I think is a really kind of interesting thing and kind of catchy thing to talk about. How do I maximize Social Security? What we actually uh, choose to do with our clients is we uh, choose to look at it not from terms of maximization, but more so optimization. Okay, so how you collect or when you collect your Social Security depends on really three different things. Number one, it depends on your earnings history. Of course, Social Security aggregates your earnings history and calculates your benefit based on that earnings history. So that's number one. Number two, it depends on longevity. Okay. If you have longevity, you could stand to benefit by delaying your Social Security longer. If you don't have longevity in family history, maybe the answer is to take that benefit a little bit sooner. And the second part of longevity is whether or not you're married. Okay, we have to understand how Social Security survivor benefits work as well. When one spouse passes away, we're going to have a loss of income uh, because the lower those two benefits typically goes away forever. So that's the second thing is longevity. So first determines your earnings history. Number two, longevity. And then number three is, of course, when you're going to collect 62, 67, 70. A lot of that is just going to depend on your overall income situation, right? If you're delaying your social security benefit, but you still need income, where's that income going to come from? Is it going to come from your 401k, your IRA? Are you going to, you know, continue to work while delaying your benefit? All these things matter when collecting your social security. One of the things that we do is we'll actually put together a completely customized social security timing and optimization report for you. So when you come in for that appointment, that's something that you're going to get and you're going to get it 100% free. So again, that phone number 800-653-8404, you can claim that appointment 
and get that free social security timing and optimization report when you come in to visit with us. It's a great tool. It'll give you the confidence you need to make your social security election decision and feel really confident about it. Going over common questions, commonly asked questions, but also important questions because you need answers to these as you move to and through retirement so you can enjoy uh, said retirement. So how much will you really need to retire? How do I fund my retirement? When should I take Social Security? We've got time for two more, and then we'll take a break, come back with a few more questions for you. But this next one, should I take my pension, if you're lucky enough to have one, as an annuity or a lump sum? Yeah, just like your Social Security, I think the answer to this one comes back to evaluating your unique financial situation. What may be right for your coworker may not be the right thing for you. And that's where, you know, running through the numbers with a professional can really help you find the answer that best suits you. A lot of advisors may advise you to take the lump sum. And while that might make sense for you, you know, it, it, it may not be the right thing for your friend, right? And so, you know, I did a lot of work. I do some seminars with a big banking organization down in Washington, D.C. And earlier uh, in this year, they were offered lump sum buyouts of their pensions. And so I had a client who got a $1.3 million buyout, or she could have something like 7000 bucks a month every month for the rest of her life. In her situation, it makes sense to take the lump sum because we were able to take that $1.3 and create a heck of a lot more than $7,000 a month for her when she retired. I had another client from that same organization determined that his lump sum, $850,000, uh, made sense for him to actually take the annuity through his company because we couldn't make the numbers work out to his favor. Everyone's situation is a little bit different. I think how you want to leave a legacy matters in that decision as well, because if you keep the money with the company, is it likely that your beneficiaries are going to get anything? Like Those are all the different talking points and all the different factors that you have to, elim uh, that you have to evaluate before you make the those super important decisions. Prashant, final question. You can hit it real quick, and then we want to open up the phones. Uh, should I pay off my mortgage or other debts before I hit retirement? Yeah, so this one, what I would say is debt is only an issue in retirement when you do not have the income to service it, okay? Debt is just an issue when you don't have the income to service it. And so my preference for our clients is to pay off the higher interest consumer debt. Okay, so if you have a car loan, uh, that's five, six, seven percent. If you have credit cards that are at 17 percent or 20 percent, you want to try to eliminate those things before you get to retirement. But of course, if your mortgage, if you were fortunate enough to refinance or lock in at a two percent or two and a half percent rate, that may not be a huge deal heading into retirement so long as you have the income to service it. And so that's what it comes down to. It's kind of like you have this big financial puzzle and you need those puzzle pieces to fit together. And so what you're going to do is you're going to pick up the phone right now and give us a call. That's 800-653-8404. Claim that free, no obligation visit with our team at Elite Income Advisors. Come into the offices that we have, Rockville, Annapolis. Our headquarters are in Columbia, Ellicott City area. Come in and visit with us, and we're going to help you put those financial puzzle pieces 
together. Okay, 800-653-8404. We'll talk about an income plan, talk about risk, talk about social security, talk about your debt situation and optimize it so that you feel good about your retirement. 800-653-8404. Coming back with Retire Smart Maryland Radio, more common questions you need answers to. Retire Smart Maryland Radio, hosted by Prashant Sabapathy, Elite Income Advisors, where you can find him. Offices located Rockville, Annapolis, Ellicott City. I do know this. He will be in one of those. He can't be in all three at the same time. He's good, but he's not that good. He is an independent fiduciary, and he's got two books to his credit already, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth, and Retire Abundantly. I'm Morgan Patrick consumer advocate. We are going over common questions that you need to have the answers to as you move to and through retirement. Here are the common ones we've hit so far. How much will you really need to retire? How do I fund my retirement? When should I take Social Security? Should I take my pension as an annuity or a lump sum? And that last one that we just hit, should I pay off my mortgage, or other debts before I actually hit retirement, all right? So now we move into this, this next level. How should my money be invested once I'm in retirement, Prashant? Yeah, once you hit retirement, most people should start to reduce the risk that they're actually exposing their nest egg to, because after all, you do have to rely on those dollars to help get you through the rest of your life. And that, of course, doesn't mean that you have to discontinue investing altogether. In fact, we try to make it so that our clients have as much money subjected to the market as is reasonable when they get to retirement. But we also have to work in some safe money, some income generating money into financial plans as well. So Morgan, do you remember the rule of 100? Do you remember that old rule? I do remember the rule. You subtract your age and that's the number you need to be aware of. Exactly. So you take 100 minus your age and that percentage should be what is left of your portfolio at risk. So if I'm 65 years old, I take 100 minus 65, that means 35% of my overall investable assets can be subjected to the risk of the ups and the downs and the roller coaster ride that the market bears. Now in our office, we don't use the rule of 100 as a hard and fast rule that we follow with every single person because everyone's situation is a little bit different, but it does offer us kind of a, a good percentage perspective of where uh, we may land on bucketing your money, safe bucket versus risk bucket. And so you typically want to take less risk when you retire, but everyone's situation is a little bit different. Create that customized three bucket plan, and that'll give you a really great idea. That's what you'll get when you come in to, to visit with us. Retire Smart Maryland Radio, you're tuned to it. Prashant Sabapathy, Elite Income Advisors, is your host. Check them out online, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. It's a great resource website. I'm Morgan Patrick, Consumer Advocate. We're going over the common questions you need to have answers to as you move into retirement. And we just talked about how should my money be invested once I'm in retirement. Is it necessary to have an estate plan is next up. Look, I think if you have any care at all what happens to your money and your legacy and your wealth when you're gone, then it is absolutely necessary to have an estate plan. Now, what does having an estate plan actually mean? To some people, it could just mean 
uh, putting beneficiaries on your accounts and getting a simple will done to others. It could be getting a revocable or an irrevocable trust done for which you have to retitle beneficiaries, retitle assets. It means something different to every single person. I think what most of us can agree on is that just doing absolutely nothing about it is not a sustainable way to live because at some point when you're gone, somebody's going to inherit what's left or have to pick up the pieces or, or put that puzzle together, so to speak, of what you had going on. Having a quality estate plan takes some of the mystery out of that process for your heirs and for your beneficiaries. So if you care about your legacy at all, if you care about what happens to your wealth, I think it's absolutely necessary to have an estate plan, but you have to figure out what that means to you. I think if you work with the appropriate professionals, that's something that they should be able to help coach you on to help you think through that in a, in, in a meaningful way, quite frankly. Common questions you need answers to as you move to and through retirement. So this next one, we all know that retirement happens in a vacuum, right, Prashant? I mean, <laughs> nothing affects or impacts your retirement once you retire. Should I make adjustments to my retirement plan? Your retirement plan is fluid, folks. It has to be fluid. You can't set up a plan, let 10 years go by without doing maintenance on that plan, right? Like if you bought a new car, you would not go five years before you change the oil or you wouldn't go five years before getting it serviced, right? Your retirement plan is no different, okay? If you're going to visit a doctor every year for an annual checkup, why are you not getting an annual checkup at the very minimum with your financial professional? So your plan needs to be fluid and it should be subject to the changes that you will inevitably have throughout the course of your lifetime. And so what we like to always say is our clients see us minimum one or two times a year or as needed. Okay. So as needed means big money comes into your household. Big money has to go out of your household. You buy a house, you sell a house, you change jobs, you're considering social security or you're considering retirement. You get to those milestone ages like 59 and a half or age 65 for Medicare or age 73 for an RMDs. Those are all big events that you should be adjusting and changing your plan and really doing maintenance on it. So should you make adjustments to your retirement plan? Absolutely, because it's a fluid document. Very rarely is the plan that you get set up with the plan that you actually end up with at the end of the story. Retire Smart Maryland Radio, opportunity to get on the calendar with Prashant Sabapathy and his team at Elite Income Advisors. Again, offices in Rockville, Annapolis, and Ellicott City. Uh, it's ongoing during the course of this show, and they are complimentary appointments. You leave the checkbook at home. If you have not started planning, excellent opportunity to do so. Dip your toe in that retirement planning pool. And again, it's complimentary. Or if you're in the middle of something, need that second opinion, bingo. Uh, this is what we do. This is why we do the show. We're here to help. 800-653-8404. That's the number to call to grab an appointment. That's 800-653-8404. Back to the questions, the common questions about retirement that you need answers to before you actually retire. So this next one, what should I do and what should I know, I should say, about tax returns in retirement? Because a lot of people aren't thinking about that. They're thinking about retirement. What about tax returns? Yeah, retiring is absolutely going to change how you do your tax filing each year. It could actually be very significant. Um, if you work with the right professionals, whether it's a financial advisor, CPA, that's what those folks are there to do is make your life a little bit easier. Okay, so 
a couple things to consider because social security is taxed differently than uh, your working income, meaning part of social security is actually tax exempt. That may change your tax situation. I think the other thing to look at when it comes to tax brackets is, of course, the older we get, the closer we get to life expectancy. If you've recently gone through a time or know somebody that's gone through a time where your spouse passed away, or we're entering that point where that may happen in the future, you got to look at uh, the married filing jointly versus filing individually type of situation, right? So in the year that your spouse passes away, you can still file jointly, but every year thereafter, you got to file as an individual, which creates an additional burden from a tax standpoint. So there's a lot you need to know about adjusting how you file your taxes in retirement. Uh, maybe some of your deductions go away because you're not contributing to a 401k. Uh, just like we said, you should be making adjustments to your retirement plan. It's really important that you review your tax return, both with your CPA and your financial professional, to make sure that you're taking advantage of every potential tax deduction uh, that you're going to ultimately be entitled to in retirement. I can't tell you how often we have people that don't actually uh, take the time to do that. So important. Taxes. I mean, it's it's going to impact you. The last question, you kind of already answered it, Prashant. So let's open up the phones. How will taxes impact me in retirement? I mean, folks, you have to have a plan, not just for retirement, but you got to handle your taxes as well. Yeah, there's several different tax implications for you, especially when you get to retirement. Uh, I think the most prudent thing to do is take that proactive approach, I should say, when it comes to tax planning. And so think about how taxes are going to change over the next couple of years here. Taxes are scheduled to change January of 2026. And when that happens, rates are going to go up. And so I was listening to Ed Slot, of course, Ed Slot, a very famous IRA advisor uh, and, and tax professional, Ed Slot used to call it the yo-yo retirement, right? And that means yo-yo stands for you're on your own, right? And so you have to be proactive in figuring out who you're going to partner with to help you with this, and then really do something constructive to take action. So that's what we're going to give you the opportunity to do. 800-653-8404. It's complimentary, folks, to come in and visit with us. That's 800 653 8404 will walk you through that income plan, walk you through a tax analysis, talk about things like Medicare, RMDs, how you should be proactively planning for your retirement. It starts with that phone call because it is limited to 10 callers and exclusive to our radio audience for the week. 800 653-8404. When we return on Retire Smart Maryland Radio, I've got retirement scenarios. We'll throw them at Prashant, see what he comes up with. Welcome back into Retire Smart Maryland Radio. We're in the stretch run. Prashant Sabapathy is your host. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. Again, three office locations convenient to you, Rockville, Annapolis, and Ellicott City. And check them out online. Great resource website, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. Prashant's an independent fiduciary. He's also a published author, couple of books already, Physical Health, Retirement Wealth, and Retire Abundantly. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Each and every week we hit the topics, but each and every week 
we're here to help. We have appointments, and they are complimentary with Elite Income Advisors. Meet with Prashant and his team. See how you're doing in your planning process. And you might, maybe you're out there going, you know what? Had my head in the sand, haven't done anything. Well, this is an opportunity for you to get started. Or you're halfway down the path and you're frustrated, you're not being communicated with. Get a second opinion. Ten appointments for our radio listeners, exclusive to you, and they're open right now, 800-653-8404. All right, scenario number one, Prashant, here it is. 65, not yet retired. I'm considering purchasing an immediate annuity using all the funds in my 403B plan upon retirement. Would the annuity distribution satisfy required minimum distributions is first question. And how will placing the entire amount in an annuity be taxed? That's question number two. And then how will the monthly payments be taxed? Third question. Yeah, so good question here with immediate annuities. Of course, the immediate annuity will guarantee you an income uh, for a set period of time, whether it's a set number of years or maybe even for the rest of your life. Now, uh, would that satisfy required minimum distributions? It all depends on what combination of IRAs that you actually have. Uh, but with that being said, if you're placing 100% of the money into that annuity and that's all the retirement money that you have, it would more than likely satisfy the RMD. But of course, before you make that determination, make sure that you consult with the appropriate professionals. The good thing about uh, the taxation on this is that when you roll that money over from a 403B into an IRA, immediate annuity, you actually will not pay any tax on that rollover, which is pretty sweet, right? You move the money over, you don't pay any tax when you fund the annuity. However, to answer the third part of that scenario, how will the monthly payments be taxed? You're going to be taxed at your ordinary income rate. And that's because the money's coming out from a pre-tax retirement account. So that means every monthly payment, you're going to be liable to pay federal tax and state tax if you're living in a state like Maryland or D.C. where you have to pay state income tax. And so something to consider there, of course, is is putting 100 percent of the money into an annuity a good idea, number one. And then number two, how is my tax situation going to be affected by that monthly income, because all of that income actually is taxable. Work with a professional and an opportunity to sit down with an independent fiduciary in Prashant Sabapathy is going on during the course of this show, so grab one of those appointments. All right, scenario number two. I was automatically enrolled in my company's 401k, and it was years ago. I'm currently 55. I plan to retire in 10 years. Is there anything I should be doing right now to help get me to retirement? Yeah, so I would say there's three core things you should do, okay? Number one is when you're about 10 years out, that's when you really want to, uh, what I would call turbocharge your retirement savings. And one great way to do that if you're over the age of 50 is to take advantage of catch-up contributions. So if you're over the age of 50, there's actually an additional amount that you're allowed to put into the 401k to increase the amount that you save for retirement. So that's always a great idea if you can do that, because the more that you save, the more resources you're going to have to be able to take care of you when you actually get to retirement. So that's number one. Number two is figure out your income plan. Okay, you should know at 55 years old, you should have a really good idea of how much income you're going to have coming in when you turn 65. Okay, now that's a bit of a projection. 
because it is 10 years into the future, but you should start that planning process now. That way, if you find that there's going to be a shortfall there, you have 10 years to go ahead and address it and plan for it. So create an income plan that allows you to understand how much income you're going to have coming in each and every month and year for the rest of your life after taxes and after considering inflation. That's number two. And then number three is proactively address your tax situation. Okay, we know that taxes are likely to go up in the future. Starting January of 2026, it certainly seems that that is going to be the case. Why are we not as a society doing everything that we can do that is legal to reduce our future tax bill by taking advantage of the low tax rate environment that we're in right now. So those are the three things to do catch up contributions. Number two, create that income for life plan so that you have a map of what your income is going to look like. And number three, be proactive about reducing your future income tax liability in retirement. Remember, less taxes means more in your pocket. More in your pocket means a more uh, fulfilling and abundant retirement. We always want more, don't we? I mean, it's about retirement planning, and you need to make sure uh, that your plan is going to be there for you. Your plan is going to be working there for you. And also, work with a fiduciary uh, in this mapping process. And in, and it's not just getting you to retirement. It's getting you all the way through retirement. So scenario number three, my husband is a recently retired postal employee, and we are confused as to whether we can take out a large amount of the 401k without risk risking him losing his pension. He says he can only make 22000 a year now that he is retired and will be penalized if he earns more than that. So if we take out, say, 25000 or more from the 401k, does that count against the 22000 he is permitted to make extra per year? Yeah, so this actually just refers to earned income, okay? So I think that's really important. 401k distributions will likely not count against you for the purposes of calculating your annuity supplement. A lot of federal employees who retire early, let's say at 56 or 57 or 58, oftentimes are entitled to an annuity supplement between whenever they retire and the age of 62 years old when they can hypothetically start their social security benefit. That being said, that annuity supplement is earnings tested, which means if you earn more than that limit, it is around 22,000. It's actually a little bit less than that for 2023. It's a little bit higher than that for 2024. Then you start to penalize that annuity supplement that you receive. And so with that being said, that does only apply to earned income, not uh, withdrawals from the 401k. So you could take money from the 401k. The question is, is that the best thing for you to actually do? Or is there a better way to accomplish it? When you have that income plan, you're going to be able to answer those questions with, uh, I think, a higher degree of confidence as you head for retirement. Scenarios. Always uh, interesting to see all the different things that can be going on when it comes to retirement planning. Make sure you have a customized plan. Final scenario. We'll hit this one really quick. And here it is. Myself and my spouse, both 65, recently retired. Between Social Security and savings, we have enough to live on in a reasonable level of comfort. We each have 500,000 term life insurance policies that are coming up for annual renewal. At what point does it make sense to cancel 
those policies. Yeah, so I think, Morgan, I think it really depends on what is the insurance actually there to accomplish for you. I think most people purchase term life insurance to cover a very specific need when they're younger, whether it's to pay off a mortgage, to protect so many years worth of their income. I think that goal really starts to shift uh, as we get into retirement. Uh, I've seen a lot of people prioritize instead of term life insurance, what they're prioritizing is permanent life insurance, life insurance that's guaranteed to be there for them until the day that they die. And so um, term life versus permanent life, I think a lot of that conversation has to do specifically with your unique situations. Um, And that's where you can get into the discussion of does it actually make sense to cancel those policies? Certainly, you don't want to pay premiums for a policy that may expire on you, right? And so if you have no need to protect your mortgage because you've maybe paid it off or you don't need to protect your income because you're no longer working, what you may want to do is explore something like a permanent life insurance policy that allows you the opportunity to still have a legacy to pass on tax-free, but you might not need quite as much of it, and thus you may not have to output quite as many dollars to uh, fulfill that legacy plan, okay? And so a lot of moving parts. So I think the common theme that we're always talking about is your plan needs to be customized for you, okay? It needs to be comprehensive, customized and coordinated with the rest of your life. Those are my three C's for retirement planning. And so let's open up the phones again, 800-653-8404. Last opportunity for today's show. That's 800-653-8404. Limited to the next 10 people who call us right now. Have your calendars ready. We're going to help book that consultation with our team. It's totally complimentary when you come in to visit with us. And when you come in, it's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. When you come in, we'll help you understand how much you're paying in fees and commissions. We'll help you understand how much unnecessary risk you're taking will help you understand things like the tax implications of your retirement savings. And many of our radio listeners, they do end up doing business with us and becoming clients of ours. But that's not what this is about. If at any point in the process, you feel like you've gotten what you need, you can go uh, and, and tell us that you're not a good fit for us or we're not a good fit for you. And we'll go our separate ways. No questions asked. Great opportunity to book that complimentary review. Last chance for today's show. That's 800-653-8404. You can also visit EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Elite Income Advisors as well. Another edition of Retire Smart Maryland Radio powered by Elite Income Advisors and the books for Prashant Sabapathy. I'm Morgan Patrick. We'll see you on the radio next week. guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. If you withdraw money from or surrender your contract within a certain period of time after investing, the insurance company may assess a surrender charge. Withdrawals may be subject to tax penalties and income taxes. Persons selling annuities and other insurance products receive compensation for these transactions. Products are subject to fees and additional expenses. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. 
Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up to date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies discussed. Investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. Elite Income Advisors Incorporated is registered as an investment advisor with the state of Maryland and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by security regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. You should always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation.